Earlier today, my co-host and I, Colin Kassad, were able to catch up with Commissioner McLean for another episode of Quinn's Corner. Enjoy. The reason why we're here is we're dealing with probably the most diva guest we've had at this point. Um, scheduling has been, uh, for lack of a better term, hard in this case. So um, just glad that you have some time for us, Quinn. Yeah, no and, worries. Um, would love to just get a little commission at Quinn's Corner from you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so no real update from last week in terms of kind of the um, the Taylor tax. Uh, I haven't been able to dive into it. And then now the new one that we need to look into is, um, I don't know what we want to call it, Colin. Do you want to call it Shepherd Gate or Jeffrey Wilson Gate or Eric Ebron Gate? Um, but the ability to kind of drop someone midweek is um, – uh, I, you know, is a concern. And I, I would admit when I dropped it, it was about 7am and I hadn't had a cup of coffee yet. So uh, that's on me, but I'll look into why that's allowing me to do so. No, I well, I mean, I saw it actually. in other leagues. Yeah. So, yeah, we saw it in other leagues. We tested it. So it may, it may it. be a phenomenon across other leagues and not just us. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it, it does feel weird is the only thing about it. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's because you already finished the game, but yeah, I think they probably just opened up a lot of settings this week. Um, I can look into it and read into it more, but if you saw it across other leagues, then uh, it must just be a system error. Yeah, or that's how you can do it going forward. And then there's really no policing of that. We'd have to allow it. So Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. But um. So yeah, I just want to kind of talk about. Uh, I want to bring in some stats in today. Um, I, okay. As you kind of know, I have the history of the regiment, which I added to, um, and I kind of look into for some overall trends. Um, and this is kind of a little bit of a state of the union as far as uh, where I think we're at mid season. But um, there's kind of a tale of two cities here. Um, you have very consistent teams, which I'll touch on, and you have very inconsistent teams, um, which will give the prize of roller coaster teams of the year. Um, so the roller coaster teams of the year right now, because that's the hot, hot button issue, is uh, right now it's a it's a two horse lead between Hui and Taylor. And the reason I say that is Hui's um, plus or minus points from week to week is at thirty seven. So he could be anywhere between, and he averages about ninety two points per week. So Hui basically from your scores. You could be anywhere from a 55-point performance to a 130-point performance. Uh, wow. Which, 55 points almost guarantees me a beer mile if I get to that. <laughs> yeah, where uh, Taylor's at pretty much 40, almost 44 points to about 128 points. So you, you both are pretty close there as far as um, just a huge swing from week to week. Uh, and but the, I think the nice thing about your team in the last few weeks is you started off pretty slow and it's gotten pretty hot where you've actually improved gradually each week. Uh, can't say the same for Taylor. He went 72, 142, back to 86, and then up to 112, uh, his total points. So he might be a little bit more volatile. You might have just started out um, slow and then and kicking it up here. But uh, those are two trends that I think will be interesting kind of look throughout the rest of the year. Um, as far as our most consistent teams here, um, it's kind of a three-way tie between, um, I would say, Jesse, uh, Eric, and probably first place here would be Chet. And I'll, I'll 
talk a little bit more why. Um, first, first off, there, Jesse and uh, Eric are, have, are pretty identical when it comes to their teams, although they have a different record there. Um, if you look there, Jesse is pretty much anywhere between 114 to 131, and Eric is anywhere between 113 to 135. They have a plus or minus points each week, about eight to ten, so which is pretty consistent. What's interesting about Chet is he he has a plus or minus of three points from week to week. <laughs> He's any, anywhere between one ten and one seventeen in his total leagues, which means that if you top one twenty when you're beating him, you're most almost guaranteed to win him, win against him. And what's interesting is that is on the par for his historical is when he wins. He's at 118. So pretty much in his five or six seasons in the league, Chet's been in the wheelhouse between 110 to 120 in all of his wins. Wow. This is years of data. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So just analyzing all the two and two teams so I can actually make the playoffs this year. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting when you look at the consistency there. But everyone else is pretty average. Um fluctuation i mean you could throw ian into the mix of the roller coaster segments he's at a almost a 30 point swing from week to week but everyone else is yeah. in between the 10 to 20 so they're not uh, pretty normal volatility any well maybe you don't have these numbers in front of you but i mean just as as an outsider to the league coming in for the first time seeing ian's points against is just incredible is this uh have you have we seen a team like this before in years prior um let's see here so ian actually has a positive historical um plus minus um all what's interesting is the person who has the biggest historical plus minus against them is chet as far as they have the biggest plus minus so they have the biggest points scored against them yeah is that what that breaks down to? Okay. Yeah. No, I was just, I mean, after four weeks now, you know, Ian's average against is like 131 points, which is a lot. Yeah. That's very hard to beat. Over let me, well, let so. me rephrase that. Chet has a negative historical points against the league as far as the total yeah. amount of average points per against in a loss. He has the biggest yeah. all time. And he's at, uh, he averages 101 in a loss. Um, and second to him would be me at a hundred points. We're the only people a hundred points over time. So that kind of adds your point is 130 points against is pretty substantial over that long, about six seasons. It is. Have there been any big changes roster wise or scoring over the last six seasons? Um, or would this be this about the same field that we're looking at? Yeah, we haven't made any significant changes to uh, roster or scoring. So that's been pretty consistent. Wow. Well, feel bad for the kid, Ian. I know he didn't necessarily, he hasn't had the best weeks scoring wise either, which is obviously part of the game, but um, he's just been, Everybody brings their A game against him. I don't know how else to say it. Right. Um, any last questions on that data set there? No, I thought that was interesting. Um, we'll have to continue to get updates. Are there any other, you know, major outliers, anything like that that you're seeing right now when you just look at the data? 
nothing off the top of my head. I'd have to obviously, you know, dig in some more here. Um, you know, the interesting thing about Charles's team, as we kind of touched on, he you know, has a powerhouse team uh, when it comes to his win percentage in the season. Um, the reason being is a lot of, I mean, one thing I'm kind of going to look into is uh, points scored as a percentage from your keepers. I would imagine his mm. is pretty high over the last few years. And I'd yeah. imagine why he does really well in the the regular season compared to the rest of the league is because um, his keepers are on winning teams. And when you get closer to the end of, end of the season, winning teams don't necessarily have to play their star players. So it might be it. Yes, that would be normally a good take. Now we have seven playoff teams right. in real football these days. And which I believe with that new rule, the only team that gets a buy is the, 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 the number one seed. Okay. So teams should be playing through the end of the season a lot more than they used to. Yeah, which, you know, for the teams that are consistent now or improving, um, that just kind of makes it a little bit more scary as they go into the later weeks. Yep. Well, thank you, Commissioner. Yeah. I believe our guest of honor is ready. All right. So we'll, uh, we'll move towards that. Cool. Thanks for having me. Quinn, we'll catch you again on the next uh, Quinn's Corner next right, Tuesday. Sounds good. All right, bye. Talk soon. Bye.